This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. So today we're going to continue down the Sarah train and this time point out a few flaws. Yeah, of, I think flaws is a good way to put it because, you know, overall... No one's flawless. She was a great woman, great example for us. But she had a few issues. Just a few. Just a few. Oh, you first? I don't know. I think it happened. What you're going to talk about happened right after they left. It's true. So So we're going to start off by reading Genesis 12, 11 through 20, um, which says, And it came to pass when he was come near to enter into Egypt that he said unto Sarai, His wife, behold, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore, it shall come to pass when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, that thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. And it came to pass that when Abraham, no, Abram, was come into Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman, that she was very fair. The princes also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And he entreated Abraham to well for her sake, and he had sheep and oxen, and he asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abraham nope, Abram, and said, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me she was thy wife? Why saidest thou she is my sister? So I might have taken her to me to wife. Now therefore, behold thy wife, take her and go thy way. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. So Sarah, immediately upon leaving, this is the same chapter I just read of them leaving, um... They immediately agree to lie together because they're they're like, Abram's like, I don't want to get killed, so just say you're my sister. Don't do that. More of a half-truth, but still they were deceiving, so that makes it a lie. And in a very not good way. This was going to go very south very fast, so not a good situation. But then if you turn with me to Genesis 20 verses 2 through 3 that's 19 it says and hmm, no and Abraham said of Sarah his wife she is my sister and Abimelech of Gerar sent and took Sarah but God came to Abimelech in a dream um, by night and said unto him behold thou art a dead man for the woman which thou hast taken for she is a man's wife um I guess we could keep reading, but it's kind of long, and we'll just go ahead and say this. They did it again. They The same lie, <laughs> different time, they, they didn't learn. They were like, let's just do it again. Let's just, let's just lie about this. It didn't work out last time, but maybe this time it will. It didn't. Don't agree with your husband to lie. We've talked about this before with Ananias and Sapphira. As I said to Addie when we were talking about doing this example, I was like, it's just lucky for them that God was not in the Ananias and Sapphira kind of mood 
when they decided to lie. But, I mean, it was a little different. They were lying not to God or the Holy Spirit, right? They were lying to the kings, but... But also, God had a plan for Abraham and Sarah. He also had a plan for Ananias and Sapphira. Ananias and Sapphira's plan was to be an example of what not to do. Abraham and Sarah's plan... It was! um, Abraham and Sarah's plan, while also an example of not to lie, they also had... To become a nation. They had to be... They had to continue living. So, there was a plan. Both plans fulfilled, as God's plans always are. Yep. But, yeah. And, really, the second time about went a lot worse than even the first time. So... That's true. Yeah. But maybe then they learned, because we don't have an example of them doing it a third time. But Abraham's son, Isaac, does. So, I'm really not sure what the thing was here, but it was rough. But can I just say, like, we know that Abraham and Sarah were well into their years when they left, or, like, Abraham was 75 and she was, like, an older woman, but she must have been gorgeous. Again. For them to worry about someone wanting, you know, to take her and to kill Abraham to have her. So Twice. Twice. So... You know, I, I just want to, I don't know. I want to know what they look like. I want <laughs> they pictures. Had to, they had to be beautiful people. I'm sure that they were. Hmm. Anyway, interesting. Any hoozle. So, another not, were you done? Yeah, that's okay. all I have to say. Don't okay. lie. Don't lie. Don't agree to lie. Yeah, if your husband's like, this is a great idea. No, it's not. Being, we talked last week podcast last week um about being in subjection or in submission to your husband there is a but but that yeah that does not mean relationship advice section sorry that does not mean that you just go along with whatever is said right there is a time to say hmm honey i just don't think that that is within god's plan well god's word says we shouldn't lie so maybe let's rethink this and if you think about it, God was not going to let Abram or Abraham, because they're the same person, just a couple chapters apart, die. Because there was still a plan. And Abraham and Sarah knew that there was still a plan. But they didn't have that full trust that God was going to carry them through. I, and I think, I mean, it's to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, it we have the whole story, so we have the benefit of that hindsight to be like, okay, if they would just, you know, if they would just see this, then they would have known. But God did speak to them directly, so they they did know that they were chosen, and they did know that God was with them. And they did know they didn't have a child yet. They did know that. So I think that general idea, God doesn't lie. So he wasn't going to tell them that they were going to have a kid. And then just let Abraham die because of Sarah being pretty. Yeah. But, hey, segue right to my point. Segue. Segue. Why did you say it like that? Uh, I like it. (laughs) It goes, yeah, because that's the transition when you're like, oh, okay. And now we need to skip to the next point. But it actually was a perfect segue because... What I was going to talk about was the fact that they were given a promise that they would become a great nation, right? That Abraham's seed would become a great nation. He was promised an heir, 
when he was 75 years old, and 10 years later, that promise had not yet come to fulfillment. So they started wondering, and Abraham was ask, Abram was asking questions like, well, wait a minute, you know, Lord, you said that I was going to become this great nation, but I still don't have an heir of my own house, so my servant... That would be an issue. Yeah, my servant is my heir, but it's not from my own, you know, my own heir. And so, again, the promise is given to him that, yes, from you, from your seed, you will become a great nation. So, in chapter 16 of Genesis, Sarah... Sarah... It's just going to say Sarah's pause. All right. We have to pause and then start over. So, you know, Sarah. Start over. Sarah. No. Okay. Pause and resume. Anyway, Sarah, Sarah begins to worry because Abraham did not have an heir, right? And so she goes to him and she's like, you know, the Lord has restrained me from having a child. So here, take my handmaid, um, Hagar, and and go in to her and have a wife. And then things go south in that direction as well. Shocker. I know. Shocker. Yeah, exactly. So we see at this point, Abraham is about... Abram. I always say that. It's so hard. Is about 86 years old when Hagar has a child by him. So it's about 10 years after they were promised a son. So that's, in you know... In our mind, if you were told, hey, you're going to have a child, and 10 years go by and you haven't had a child, you do start to doubt, right? And so I think that's what you see here. So it's not that she did not have faith, but she started to think, um, well, maybe maybe it's supposed to happen a different way, right? So she... Here's a tip, just helpful, little tidbit here. If God promised you something... Don't try to make the promise come about the way you think the promise should come about. Fair point. Because it does not end well for them. So as soon as this happens, Sarai begins to... um, um, What's the word? Feel threatened by Hagar. Not threatened physically, but she did not like the fact that now Abraham and Hagar had had this relationship, and so she goes to Abraham in Genesis 16 and verse 5, and Sarai said to Abram, My wrong be upon thee, I have given my maid unto thy bosom. And she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes, the Lord judge between me and thee. So, I mean, she does own it. And she's like, I messed up. My bad. Because now my handmaid is looking down on me because she conceived and is going to have your child and I could not. And, you know, it caused quite a little rift there in their, in their um, tent. Which is fair <laughs> because that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, this, you know, when God designed one man and one woman for one lifetime. He meant it. He meant it because any more than that, you have, you know, you have issues. Ask, ask Jacob. Exactly. Yeah, there's a whole lot of bad we could go on into that. Or David. Also, like there's example after example. It always causes problems. And this is no different, right? Ishmael was born from Hagar and Abram. Maybe she was hoping secretly that they wouldn't have a kid. 
I mean, that could be, and that Ishmael would be his um, only heir. Well, I mean, he is promised, Abram is, that Ishmael will also become a nation, and he does. But there is also a promise that he will be a wild man, and his hand will be against every man, and every man's hand will be against him. And so... Not a great promise. It's it's really not. So, again, just it caused so many issues and problems, even though she did own it and realized her mistake. Which is Um, big of her. It is. I guess. Well, I mean, it goes back to the fact that overall Sarah is a great example, but also an example of the fact that mistakes will be made and consequences come from mistakes. So, it is... An unfortunate... Even if you say sorry. Reality. Exactly. That there are still consequences. And then we go over a few more chapters in Genesis chapter 21. And finally, Sarah has a child. And again, it has been now 25 years, essentially, since... Because Abraham is now 100 years old when Isaac is born. So it's been 25 years since the promise was made. And... Sarah then sees the son of Hagar, Ishmael, that is, um, and he is mocking, right? So he is, um, in whatever way, um, giving Isaac a hard time or... Word of the wise, if there is animosity between your mother and your mother's boss who you're living with, do yourself a favor and don't make fun of their only child (laughs) that they've waited 25 years for. That is a good way to get you kicked out and become homeless. <laughs> which is exactly what happened, which to me is really sad because, once again, it was Sarah's own um, mistake, lack of faith, whatever you want to call it, when she gave Hagar to Abram to begin with. And then in chapter 21, she says to Abraham, cast out this bondwoman and her son. For the son of this bondwoman shall not be an heir with my son, even with Isaac. So now she has Hagar and Ishmael sent away. And verse 11 is really sad to me. It says, And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. So, but he does do what Sarah asks and sends them away. And um, God consoles Hagar. So again, like... Ishmael is taken care of. He does not die as they're being sent away and all of this. But overall, it's a really sad um, event yeah. in the life of Abraham. And, and I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. But you can see in both of the examples that we gave of whether or not, you know, both of the bad things that Sarah did all happened when they lost faith. In God's promise, right? When they were like, oh, but Abraham might die. Well, he wasn't going to because he had a promise. And when they lost faith in God, they made a mistake. Both times. It's a really, really good point. Yeah. And I think in both situations as well, they see their mistake and try to make it right as best they can. Which is important. It is. So... But again, still consequences when those things happen. So There's always consequences. I think this has been great. We can learn a lot from even those women that we find to be good examples, right? There are also times when they fall short. And it gives us 
you know, encouragement because we're also going to fall short. Yep. Like a lot sometimes, but we can make it right and do our best. Keep the faith. Remember the promises. Standing on the promises. Oh, I said I wasn't going to sing. Never mind. You also didn't do sound effects. All right. I think that that wraps it up. <laughs> On that note. Okay. Um, question. Yeah. Do we say thank you? Thank, thank you. you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.